COVID hit. And so I was like, this is a perfect time for me to, there's not much stuff going on. So I'll just continue to build stuff. And one thing led to another, I built a little eight by 10 shed in my backyard. And my sister and I started doing picture frames just for friends and family, just legit picture frame. Then she had a cricket and she would um, cut out the vinyl and then make a sign and sell them. My name is David Hoffman. I'm a craftsman from Ohio, and you're watching Folks Alert. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is David Hoffman, a craftsman. Dave, you got me feeling like I'm in shop all over again. Woodwork. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, how, sir. How, how are you? I'm great. Uh, I can't complain. It's, I'm just out here in the shop having fun. Um, I like your backdrop. You know, you got us in oh, the shop. You. It's, it's uh, you know, I, I like I like you got it. You look like you're... You're ready for work, okay? I was watching Always. your I was watching your your uh your Instagram, and I was surprised when I saw a video. You said you you only been doing this for like three years. Yeah, three years started twenty twenty. Really? Yeah. So prior to that, what were you doing? So, oh, like where do you want to begin? I guess we got uh, time. I guess. All right. So I, uh, I worked for automotive manufacturer and I did sales for about five years on the road. So worked with engineers, designing tools, um, to assemble the vehicle. So if it's a headlight fastener, we made a special tool just for that headlight fastener to secure it. So I did that for five years. Then I branched off, left the company and started a video production company with my good buddy. Uh, so we ran that company for three years, uh, dissolved, and I actually went back to uh, the same company that I left, and they hired me back for quality control. So I started doing that, and during that time, I found like an empty void in my life because I went from always working for my own self, you know, with the video production, and you know how it goes, you're nonstop, to right, right. then working seven to three thirty, getting off at three thirty, and just was, what do I do now? So I did that, uh, and then in, at the end of 2019, I was just kind of bored. I was like, you know what? I need to build uh, a coffee bar for my house. I just needed something. I couldn't find anything online. I'm like, you know what? It'd be cool to build. I'm bored. So I went over to my buddies because I didn't have anywhere at my house to build. So I went to his garage and started, just drew it up, started building it. And I was like very minimal on tools. 
So I started buying tools, watching videos on Instagram. I was like, all right, there's a lot of good information out there. And just from that one project, it like it stuck to me and I, it took over. And I just started building from one thing to another. And uh, into 2020, um, COVID hit. And so I was like, this is a perfect time for me to there's not much stuff going on. So I'll just continue to build stuff. And one thing led to another, I built a little eight by 10 shed in my backyard. And my sister and I started doing picture frames just for friends and family, just legit picture frame. Then she had a cricket and she would um, cut out the vinyl and then make a sign and sell. So we're doing that and still working full time throughout the pandemic and all 2020. And so this was just a hobby and I had no aspiration to do anything full time because of, you know, I just went through the gauntlet and went back to working for somebody else. I was like, okay, I, I want to have a hobby now. So then at the winter, winter hits in 2020 and I'm like really into it. It's fun, but I need a place to work out of because I can't work out of my eight by 10 shed in the winter time because it's not insulated or anything. I think, right. okay. So my sister was like, come over to my garage. Um, you could take up one little wall of it and we'll keep on doing picture frames and stuff out of there. And I was like, okay. So I started doing that. And then I started posting a little bit on Facebook here and there. I wasn't really on Instagram too much because I just kind of was doing my own little thing. And then my friends wanted to build something. So I started building them. Uh, it was like a, a coat rack, but like a locker farmhouse looking kind of setup. So built that. And I was like, I like building bigger things. I like the creation process of it, designing it with a customer and kind of seeing it evolve. It's, it's pretty cool because you can start with something, start with the design, talk to a client, and then draw it up for them. And then you can really kind of go from there and just sitting back when a project's done, you're like, wow, I, I built that. So once I built a bigger project, I was like, all right, I'm going to focus on doing bigger projects. And I started off doing little stuff. Um, my sister had a... Uh, pretty much just a laundry room that she wanted a laundry basket. And then, so I kind of built her a little setup with a laundry basket and a matching, I guess you call it like an armoire. And yeah, that's the one right there. So all black and everything. So that one was cool. Cause I had like full custom ability on that one. Whatever I want to do, she could just be you on it. So that's kind of where that design got inspired for all the wood on the black. But then uh, in, she told me, in 2021, because once summer hits, I need my garage back because they use it. Right. So, all right. right so I knew right. going it, I knew going into 2021, I was like, okay, I need, this is what I like to do. I'm not going to stop doing it. I need to find kind of a bigger space to do my hobby. So luckily my father, he has a giant barn. Um, I mean, it's a hundred foot by 24 foot wide with some pop outs and everything on it. And it was his machine shop. He ran it for 25 years. I grew up with it. It's right on our property. So I kind of went over there knowing what the shop looked like. It hasn't been touched in 15, 20 plus years. There's old machinery in it. It's the ceilings falling out of it. Right. So I kind of had the idea that like, this is going to be. It's going to need some work. It's going to need work. But I mean, I was like, it's my hobby. I want to make this work. So then I cleared, um, a 16 by 24 section. It's like a back offshoot of this building. And that turned into my, you know, official first wood shop. And then that was 2021. And then going into 2022, I told myself that I want to, you know, post on Instagram. I want to do more Instagram work. I want to get more social media. Cause I understood the whole 
marketing aspect of social media. Uh, like going back to my uh, video production company, that's how we market ourselves. You know, you need to have material about your company and people need to see it. So I kind of took that aspect of looking at social media and doing right. videos and get it towards Instagram of short form videos and stuff like that. And in 2022, I, and on Instagram, I mean, I started off with, I think I had 700 followers and I was like, I'm just going to post every day. That's what I want to do. I'm going to post every day. And that's super hard. So I did that for maybe two months, every day posting. And it was just whatever I was doing in my shop. It's kind of like me learning woodworking, sharing tips, or, you know, I found something I want to share it, you know, so stuff like that. And then it just evolved from that, took over. And then I started getting a bigger following on Instagram and social media, stuff like that. Started learning more things myself. And I was like, okay, I'm figuring this stuff out. And I would put it out there and people were like, I got pos all positive feedbacks on it. Like, that's cool. I've never seen that before. You know, that's a good idea. Or have you tried doing this? And just like the woodworking on social media, especially Instagram is very positive. It's like a community. So kind of build on each other on that aspect. I'm having, and then, a, very, I'm having a hard time, Dave. What do you mean? I'm having a hard time believing that you only been doing this for a year. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, sorry. so I'm it's sorry. like my apology. Three years. So three years. I know you. I know you had the job, the the marketing job, and then you had the the video production job that you did. But prior yeah. to that, you didn't do any woodwork. You didn't do, you know, Z zero woodwork. But are you I, serious? I do look back. Yeah, so I do look back on kind of because I wondered that myself. I'm like, how does this come so easy to me because I'm not saying it's not hard woodworking is hard but right, it's right. a lot of pain paying attention to the details and taking your time with the wood and picking stuff out that all came pretty natural once I started watching videos or reading on stuff about you know how to how to woodwork and I was like how does this come so natural to me and I kind of look back at my history and I've always tried I've always said you know like a I can't afford to buy that so let me see if I can make it or something I just right then everything started clicking. Like I've always kind of thought outside the box of like, Oh, I can probably build that. I, I see how something works. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I can build that. So I think I've always kind of been that way where I just, if I can sit down and see how something's built and I can try it and do something like that, I can kind of pick it up. I mean, I guess fairly quickly, but yeah, three years, like no joke, just started three years ago woodworking and it escalated to, Every year, I'm like progressing real, real quick, and where I'm going I can, at. I can, I can see. Did Did you ever hang out with your with your pops in the machine shop? Yeah. So I, I wish I would have done more. I mean, it's funny because now when he comes into the shop and he's like seeing what I'm doing, it really it's like, I he's excited to see the shop come back alive. But when I was younger, I did some metal work with him, cutting down stuff. He had a lot of mills and CNCs that you know did the work, but whatever. Anytime I needed money. He said, you want money? Come in here and work for it. And then, so that's what I did. And, but I never had any passion with metal work or anything like that. I was a kid. I want to go out and hang my friends, ride my dirt bike, right, you know, right. stuff like that. So it's just like, looking back, I didn't have any kind of, you know, feelings of doing that what, type what of is work it, at What all. does your sister do? Uh, my sister? Yes. Oh, so she's a, a stay-at-home mom. Okay. So, so and, and she babysits as well. Did, did she? But this all started with kind of like her, right? She wanted to do yeah, the picture so, frame, and she just brought you along for the ride. Yeah, because she she was making picture frames, so she would go to Hobby Lobby, 
and she'll buy a blank frame and she'll make it. And I was like, I can, I think I can make you those frames. It doesn't seem hard. Again, I saw it. I'm like, maybe I can make that for you. So I kind of made one for her. I'm like, would this work for you? And she goes, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, well, let's start like a little, that's my first thought was let's start a little business. So the, the, the company was called farm to house decor. So that's kind of what it started. And it was just her and I building picture frames and it escalated super fast. How far apart in age are you, you guys? So we are two years. So we're two, two years, years apart. apart. We live right down the road from each other still. When you guys were growing up, did you guys always do things together? Like uh, pet projects? Yes. I, so as kids, we always hung out and everything. But um, as you get into more of the middle school, high school stuff, you kind of drift apart because just you get in different cliques. And I was the younger brother. and But we were always good. Then once, really, after high school, we stay close and we're still close today we, i'm always over there and we hang out so that relationship's really good and i also have an older brother that's seven years older than i am and he helps me now well when i'm doing just installs and stuff like that or fixing up the shop he's he's also into um i guess not woodworking but he, he does more of uh i guess in, in industrial buildings commercial buildings stuff like that so when i do installs yeah, just like on these kitchens, he comes along with me. Um, his knowledge is very vast. He's been doing it since he was 18. So he's definitely the one I look to for any kind of advice as far as like, hey, I'm installing this. What's the best route for this? And he's so good at teaching me things. And that has really brought us closer as well. So it's just, it's nice that I get to hang with my brother. I can see my sister. My dad's over here helping me in the shop. It's kind of, it's a cool, like, uh, uh, I guess a little family thing. I, uh, I saw your your posts on Instagram, and what I'm not into woodwork, right? Okay, I'm not. You know, I see all this woodwork stuff on social media, and I really don't care for it. The one thing that yeah draw me to you was the detail. That oh, yeah. that's it. That's that's what did it for me. When I saw the detail, I was like, let me ha- <laughs> let me ask this guy for an interview. Because that's what got me. Yeah. Because your detail is that's just, awesome. That's it. Your detail was on point, and I was like, "Let me hit him up." And then I started going through your page. I wouldn't have thought that you were doing this for three years. Yeah. I, I you look like this is what you've been doing. And then when I saw the research, honestly, video, I, I had no idea, I, dude. I did not have any idea because your work is so it's detail, it's great craftsmanship. Uh, and it was on point and that's why I asked for the interview but tell me this how do people aside from social media I know you live in Ohio do people mm-hmm. send you orders and say okay I want you to build uh, I guess hey Dave build me a, a bathroom set right, right, like a bathroom cabinet build out with gotcha. drawers in a, uh, with, with a little laundry basket that's how you get do they come with you with stuff like that yeah they so just come with an idea I mean, just, you have to sketch it out yeah so a lot of times it's like hey we have a space in our laundry room or we have a space that we want to put some kind of like a wet bar or something and what i'll do is the first thing i always ask and this is every single time and i say do you have any um pictures off of pinterest do you have because obviously when people start looking for building something, they go to Pinterest, 
nine times out of 10 and they see something they're like, this is what I want, you know? Right, so right. that's the first, the first thing I always ask for is like, what do you, what's your vision on that? Cause I'm a big, I'm a big, you know, uh, visual guys, show me what you want. Again, if I can see it I, I know what you're wanting, then I can, you know, I can probably build it. So gotcha. that's kind of the first step is like, what do you, what's your vision on it? And then I do all the designing as myself. So I like doing that. I'll go to the space, measure it out. And I'll kind of sit in the space a little bit and just look at the room too, to see where this is going to be incorporated in. And that's when you can kind of pull materials. If they have wood colors somewhere throughout the house or they're leaning towards one different color, I'm always looking for accents as well. Cause sometimes if it's just one color, it just will look blah. So if you, if they're using wood, wood textures, I'll throw that into, or depending on hardwood colors, uh, if they have like black handles, I'll try to incorporate that stuff into the space. Just really kind of pay attention to the overall space. But that's the biggest thing is just like, what are they picturing for the space as well? Because that helps me out to design it. And then I'll go in and do a 3D design for them. Gotcha. Do they, so they just give you the idea, so they give you creative freedom. Yeah. I mean, so far it's what I've had. I mean, I just started again three years ago, so... I just went full time two weeks ago. So I quit my day job and went full time. So all my work's been uh, friends and word of mouth that, hey, because I'm, I'm 34 and all my friends right now are in the, the house market. So it kind of works out for me because I'm, if anybody buys a house or they're building something, they want something built for the house, they, they just reach out to me. They know I've been doing it for a little bit and they're like, hey, I see you're doing this. Can you, is this something that you can do for me? So that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I mean, with social media, especially now, I get hit up all the time for out-of-state work. Uh, can you build this for me? And I just currently, I always decline them because I'm just not comfortable working on a state right now because I'm again just starting, so I'm learning everything and learning how to run a company correctly. And so I just want to take on that that big of an endeavor to out-of-state work. But so you yeah, mostly with, works. You deal with people that's local in your area. Correct. But you're you're on social media, dude. You know, people are gonna hit you up. <laughs> Listen, oh, I they, I was looking at do. your work on your website. You know, let me go to your website here. Uh, you got a lot of stuff that you've done, and no one would have thought that you've been. Listen, your, your detail to your work is is so on point, and I I'm trying to figure out like where really where you picked this up. You probably had to pick this up from your pops in the machine shop, you know. A little I bit here, so a little well. bit there. It, it's got to be there. And then you did the video thing, right? It, that's, mm -hmm. the, I guess that's where you're drawing your creative space, your creative, you know, inspiration from the video stuff. When you were doing yeah. the marketing, this, the, the automotive, what was it? Quality control automotive stuff. What yes. was that? What was, what was your day to day job like? Well, so when I uh, went back the second time, so after I did this, cause I did sales the first round, I was at this right. company for five years. Then when I went back, they hired me for the quality control. So essentially what I did was every part that was being shipped out, I was just, I double check everything on it, make sure everything's dimensional. So I was used to working with fractions and decimals and stuff like that, doing a lot of math. And then I would also check any off these big CNC's I would check out like the first piece of the day and stuff like that, or inspect pretty much inspecting anything comes in right. and goes out. I was like, the last last touch on it so that's kind of I like mean, what you're doing now <laughs> yeah 
yeah, all, pay, yeah. All, I guess all, pay attention to detail. Dude, that makes all sense. the things that you've done in your your previous career leading up to this, you've putting it, you're putting yeah. it, to, you're putting <laughs> it to use now, right? Wow, I never thought about that. Funny. Of course, even the the quality control the detail i told you the first thing i saw was the detail you know thank you now that you're working for yourself mm. dave uh do you feel you're working longer but it's more fulfilling <laughs> for you oh my gosh yeah so like i i worked for myself one time before so i i knew what i was getting myself into when i was making that decision to move the full-time when working right. and I, I got the whole 14, 15, 16. I did 36 hour days because we were f filming a short film, but also we were, you know, had a regular editing time that we had to work and I was doing the video production. So we filmed at night. So I would be up for 36 hours, you know, quite often. So I, I knew the amount of hours that were going to be put in to kind of get it going. But yeah, it was funny because once I went full time two weeks ago, or yeah, a little bit over two weeks ago, I, uh, went into like a craze where I had to get this kitchen kind of wrapped up to a certain point. Uh -huh. And it was no joke. I would work. My, my schedule was crazy. So I would be at the shop at five in the morning, work till five in the afternoon, go home, eat dinner. And then I would go back out and probably get home around 10 o'clock at night. And I did that. I was doing that for a couple of weeks where I was just on it. I had to get done with this section of this kitchen. So that was a great I went full time and then hopped right into that crazy hours for, and I just kind of settled out of that. No joke this week. So you work in the morning, go home, have dinner, then come back to the shop. Yeah. Until get home back around 10. But that's not, so you, that, you don't do that every day though. You just did it because you had to get this project out, out the door. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, my average day, um, I guess if you want to get into that is I wake up, I go to the gym at first thing. That's my thing. So I go, I get to the gym at five in the morning. So I'm, I'm about, I get up at four fifteen, go to the gym, uh, work out, come home, get there about seven, eat some breakfast or whatever I got to do, kind of plan out my day. Uh -huh. Um, just to see what I got to get done for that. Cause I, I do kind of prioritize every day separately. Like this is what I get done today. And then I go to shop and I'll get here around right now, eight o'clock and I, I work to five. I try to get home around there to eat dinner, but then I'm just designing after work at home. I'll go to design stuff, stuff like that. So, but I, once I'm home, I don't count that as like hours work. It's more like it's hanging out designing. Gotcha. What's your favorite piece of tool? Favorite tool. I think uh, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, I got a lot of tools in here. Um, Honestly, my belt sander, I got a big drum sander that sands all my stuff. And I'll tell you what, it's, the reason why it's my favorite, because it saves me no joke hours on hand sanding stuff. So I got a big drum sander that it's 22 inches wide and I can just feed boards through there and it does like a final sand on it for me. And that just saves me so much time. So I guess that would be my, my favorite tool because it saves me time. When you get your tools. All right. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's it's Christmas for you. Every day. <laughs> it really is. Right. I want to play this video and I want to come back and I want to talk to you about it because you got very excited w when you got your new toys. I want to play this video. Let me, let's play this. We'll come back. We'll talk.
All right, equipment just got dropped off. Super excited. So let's check out what we got. All right, first off, we have the G0860 dust collector system. Very nice, super excited. Next up, we have the G0513X2 17 inch vertical bandsaw. Oh yeah, that comes almost complete built. Last but not least, this is maybe what I'm looking for the most, drum sander. So we have the BXG092001 22 inch open-ended drum sander. So you can feed up to 44 inches wide, step up to it potentially. I'm so excited, thank you. <laughs> that was a really exciting day for him, not gonna lie. When, listen, when you're in that shop, right? I mean, I know you mm -hmm. did a lot of things work prior to getting to this point to where this is what you want to do. When you're in that shop, in that space you are right now, mm -hmm. what is that feeling like when you see, oh, man. Oh, hold on, hold on. When you see <laughs> all your design that you, you, you sketched out, right? You have you you. I'm sure you have an idea in your mind what, how you want it to come out. I know you have the sketch, but you have an idea how you mm -hmm. want it to come out. And then you're in that shop, and it's actually coming to life, coming to fruition. Talk to me about that feeling. Yeah. So that is honestly probably my favorite parts is seeing it come together at the end when I do the install. So. I, it is a wave for me. I do ride a wave when I'm starting a new project. So it's very exciting when I'm like, all right, today I'm going to go buy all my lumber. I'm going to buy my lumber for the, for the job. And then that is very exciting because I'm like, I'm about to start something new that's fresh to me and it's right. going to be, you know, brand new. So that's, start, that's not, I'm at the bottom of the hill. I'm like, all right, this is sweet. And then... I start ripping stuff down and start building the cabinets and start they're called it's called a carcass and it's pretty much just a cabinet with no face frame or anything on it that process to me is really exciting because it, it happens real fast i can i can build those pretty quick and then you start laying out say a, a kitchen and once you start seeing it because i can build carcasses you can it starts coming to life and that's really exciting. Uh, Cause then you can kind of like almost vision the kitchen at that point. And then that is when stuff gets kind of tricky because you, you did the easy job. The easy, the easy part is building the carcasses like this and setting up and laying out the kitchen. Right. And now you get into the, the details. So you start, that is where you pick up to another, another part of the fun is now it's like, all right, measurements, you got to be really good at precise on measurements and everything. And, and I've learned to, I guess my biggest advice at this point, this stage of the build is take your time and this is um, maybe sound cheesy, but like make love to woodworking, and, gotcha. you know, be gentle with everything and just like take your time and be present in the moment because you're working with dangerous tools the solid blades and everything and everything can cut you up you know so it just be so present and that is where i get into a legit flow state of woodworking is where i'm ripping down a bunch of materials and creating 
I can start making the face frames for the cabinetries and I can start, start seeing where the drawers and doors are going to go. And that is very exciting to me because I sometimes I'll black out and it'd be like four hours later. Like it just, it feels like time has sped by because I'm just so in the moment. And that is a really fun part. And then you start doing your drawers and getting everything ready for paint. And then once you put the paint on it, that is becoming a fun part for me. Um, painting was probably my least favorite because I, I was like where I wasn't that great at it. And it's taken a lot of time for me to practice and learning different techniques to get better at painting. And I, fi I finally feel comfortable now spraying. But after I get sprayed and you, you do a pre-assemble and shop and then you can see it, you're like, man, this is sweet. Like everything's coming together. It looks good because before everything's wood color. So it's like everything blends in. But And then you go to install it and you get it installed and you can take a step back. And that's, that's the biggest where it gets most gratifying. Cause I mean, currently right now I'm building everything myself. So when I step back right. and look at it, I'm like, dang, I did that. Like, that's cool. I built this and it looks nice. And it's just, that is really rewarding to me because creating that from start to finish the whole process is, is very exciting. But at some, some points, gets daunting because you're like, this is a lot of, there's a lot of steps, a lot of work, you know, there's a lot of setups you got to do to, you know, do one door. You got to do so many different steps to get a door finished and they can get daunting sometimes, but it's, I keep my mind. Like, it's very tedious work as well. Yes. But I've come to learn to enjoy the tedious work. Um, I think you have a video, of, I'm not sure if you do, but installing my logos. I put my logo in every drawer and, uh, that is, I don't know, a cool part. It's very simple. It's just a logo inlay, but I take my time on that and I sand it, hand sand everything down and get a perfect press fit on it. That is, that is to me, the ultimate pay attention to detail, stuff like that, or making drawers and you gotta make sure that your joinery is lining perfect up. Just, just so it just, everything fits smooth and you know, why not take a little bit more time to spend on this piece? Cause if you build it right, these products can last, you know, 30, some, it could be generational where you can pass it on. Especially if you do like a big table or something, it could be an heirloom at one point for a family or, well, you know, the, these kitchens I'm doing. And that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, I don't know. You've probably given it some thought that these items that you're building, creating, it's, going to be part of people's lives for yeah. a, a long time right long they're time. gonna sit on it they're gonna mm -hmm. have store they're gonna be they're gonna have conversation around uh, the table they're gonna be in the kitchen using that table cooking you know mm -hmm. their kids are gonna be jumping on it it's gonna be part of that family so if you and then here comes the detail which what got me got me to you you're putting your detail, your, I guess your signature on it to saying that this was made with care, love, as you say. Yes. And this, and then you're passing that on to someone else so they can, you know, give their care and love into the, into, into the product, into the, the table, the chair, the, the, the vanity, the how, whatever you build. All right. I mean, it's a special process. It starts with you. Then, you know, you're seeing your, your, your baby go off. To, 
to, to, to, to the final journey, I guess. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It is because I, when I pack everything up, so when I know I'm about to do an install, I do a pretty good pack job on everything in here just for transport. And that feeling of, because when, when I have cabinets in my shop, it gets filled, man. I have, I'll have cabinets anywhere I can put stuff at. I'll kind of push cabinets into something. And then I want to know I'm about to install it, kind of wrap everything up, make sure everything's solid for transport. Right. And once everything is kind of loaded into the truck and about to leave, I'm just like, all right, the baby's flying the nest. So it's uh, that's a good feeling is kind of ultimately packing it up and sending it off is where it's going to find its final, final home. So that's really exciting. You, you did this piece right here uh, coming up. How did you come up with this design here, dude? Oh, for the cutting boards? Yeah. Okay, so I did not build those cutting boards. I uh, I got those from my buddy that I know. He he does woodworking or he builds cutting boards and stuff. So I knew going into this kitchen, I was like, I want to make sure that I want to add some custom cutting boards into a drawer. That was my big priority. And I, oh, okay. I didn't have the time. Yeah, so I, I did not make the cutting board. But it didn't make the drawer that cutting board went into. <laughs> but the way that you, the, I guess the way that cutting board sits there, it's it's very artistic. You, you, I mean, you're yeah, not so gonna, you're not, you're not going to miss it. And then the draws, how you, you did these swinging draws here. Yeah, so this video right here is the one that put me on the map on Instagram for sure. That one was a crazy amount of views. I think it's at 60 million views right now. So people like this. Oh, people love that. That was honestly was like the not. Ex I had an idea that would do pretty good. Cause I'm like, it's a cool idea. This is like a cool product, and that's honestly what I do a lot of times. If I buy something and I try it out, I'm like, this is really cool. I kind of why not share it to people? Cause if one person sees it, like, oh, that's a cool idea. So that's kind of what I did here, and uh, I posted it, and like, no joke, it just legitly went viral, and I got. I think at that time I had a okay, a pretty good following. I think I had like 50,000 followers on Instagram and that hit and no joke in one month, I just, I grew another 50,000 in a month and I still get reasons. I get comments today on that right? and I get people calling me about that product and, uh, I was like, Oh, that's not my product. I didn't build that, but I just always give them, I pass on the information. Like I got it from cabinetparts.com and that's kind of where I got it from and it's a good product, so if you want to buy it, go get it. Right? Go, go get it. I mean, it worked for me. Tell me about your name, Timber Dust. Oh, Timber Dust working. So, going into the hobby, uh -huh. I had in, in the back of my mind. I said, "What if this wanted to be a company?" So, especially after the first year of doing it. I didn't, I was doing that farm to house decor with my sister. So I was like, I want to start, I want a different company name so I can put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, have a social media presence. So that was actually like a lot of different names around my head. I wanted something to do with timber because I was like, that's just, it's wood. So, well, actually I'm like something with wood, but not saying wood. I'm like timber and I was just kind of going through different ideas. I was just every day thinking of different names and I was like, you know what, just what's the process of the wood? It's like, it goes from timber to cutting it to dust. That's like timber dust, timber dust woodworking. And then I just Googled it and nothing really popped up. I was like, 
All right, that's what I'm gonna do. That's the name. So that's really that's the name. I just from start to finish, timber to the dust. You hear now, David. Um, I can't believe it's three years, but it's three years. <laughs> three years. You, you've done you've done a lot. Where where do you see yourself? This timber, dust, woodwork, uh, shelves, table. I mean, do you see yourself as the the miniature IKEA? I mean, where 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 where, where do you want to end up? Oh man, um, I guess it's really all depends on what are what's my what's my actual goals in life. Um, I'm a big family guy. I like being with my family, so. Uh, having a huge company, you know, that kind of pulls you away from that aspect of life. So I, from day one, I've told myself, if I ever went full time with this, I would want to make sure that I can live semi comfortably, you know, don't worry about crazy amount of things, but also just be able to have a, a sense of freedom whenever I want to and have time I can take off my family and stuff like that. So I guess the, where I see myself would be having you know, hire my brother, come with me full time, have my dad be with me full time and just having a small operation, nothing crazy here. And just kind of building really full out custom kitchen. It's like high end custom kitchens, uh, integrating technology with it. Uh, pretty much just, that's where I see where I want to be at. I love the building process, but I mean, one day the goal would be also to be a home builder, maybe get into like actual timber frames, stuff like that. I would love to get into building homes and doing the full start to finish on a home. That would be, that'd be a really cool goal to get to. You miss someone, Dave, you mentioned your brother, your father, mm -hmm. But the person who really <laughs> got, you, got you, you didn't mention your sister, dude. Who really got you with the picture uh, frame? What is your that's sister? That's true. What, she, what is your sister's name? Her name's Katie. Well, Katie. All right. I'm reminding <laughs> your brother that he should have mentioned you. He didn't. Okay. Uh, He's here doing an interview can, talking about his brother uh, and his father and big business, but never mentioning you. <laughs> why didn't you mention Katie, Dave? Come on. Why, uh, why? I don't know. Maybe, maybe she can run my social media for me for one day if they ever got to that point. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's uh would be into this stuff, but you never know. That's you a, never that's know. A, you never know. You gotta include her though. Uh, I'm I'm all about family, so she's okay, more than welcome great. to join. Okay, Good, good. Make her VP. That's a great position. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> very important. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Listen, Dave, man, I I, I like you. I would have loved to do this interview in your shop, you know, cutting some boards, mm -hmm. walking through. Maybe even if I'm up in Ohio one of these days, you know, I'll bring my Absolutely. crew. I got to be in New York. But I like what you're doing, you know. Thank I, you. Like I, I, I told you, I'm not into woodwork, you know. I'm just not. It's not my, it's not my thing. But I thought it would be a great conversation with you because of the detail. Right. What's the backstory? The detail is what got me. So you're yeah. doing something right. And I, I, I love that. I love the, the things that you're doing, your design, you know, so I'll be on top. You pop up in my timeline. I go to your page and I see <laughs> you're building something new, you know, but the detail, 
Don't don't get rid of the detail. The detail, yes. No. Definitely. Dave Hoffman. Did I say that right? David Hoffman. Yes, sir. Listen, it was a pleasure. You're more than welcome to come yes. back anytime. I'd love to be yeah, in the shop I, with you. Awesome. Feel like I'm in woodworks all over again in high school. Did you do woodworks <laughs> in high school? No, we didn't have it. That was uh wasn't my generation. No, really? I did do art. I was all about the art classes. Uh I wasn't good at it, but I like trying to be good at it and then I uh, did a lot of like glass, little glass and pottery work we had. They need, and, they uh, need to bring that no. back for the for these kids. They need to bring back some kind of trade. I agree. Like a little trade class. They really need to. You know, kids need to know the difference between a Phillip and a flathead screwdriver. <laughs> they they do. Right. right. They need to know how to use a hammer. Because, you're right. you, you know, you're going to need to do, you know, you're going to need to know how to do some knickknacks around the house. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. This D uh, before I let you go, this DIY thing that's been popping up. Everyone is doing DIY. Uh, right. do it your, what is it? Do it yourself. Yes, sir. Everyone is doing it. And I guess the pandemic, which was, I guess, what a bad thing. But the great thing that came out of that, a lot of people started doing things themselves, finding things that they're passionate about. I did. You, you're a perfect example of that. All right. Wonderful, man. Listen, I love what you're doing. Uh, keep up the great Thank work. You. Do not, do not get rid of the details. And I am petitioning for Katie to be the vice president. <laughs> All right, I'll let her know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, you got to commit. You got to commit. You, you know, it, it's got to be a strong consideration. And she, she would do good. She's really good at that. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you again. Appreciate your time, man. And you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Thank you. Yep. No problem. Thank you. Will do. Take care. You too.